Hello, and welcome to Misunderstood, the show for the culturally and politically misunderstood lady or gent. We are your hosts. I'm Nat. And I'm Kat. Today we're going to talk about parenting in the age of social media. Why it seems liberals are more likely to be diagnosed with a mental disorder. That's true. And Barbie! Barbie! But first, our culture shock moment of the week. Take it away, Nat. Yeah, so y'all, moms who went through COVID breakups say solo parenting is much easier. For some reason, though, it feels like a cheat. Maybe because so, you cheated on your husband during COVID. Yeah, with yourself. Yeah. Like maybe you just put all your needs and wants before your family's? Hmm. It does know. actually say something in the article about, um, yeah, I wrote it, I didn't write it down. It says something about like, self-care is easier yeah i don't understand how well because i'll tell you that you can lay in the tub with cucumbers over your eyes while a babysitter (laughs) raises your child and your child grows up to have um relationship and commitment issues because of their divorced parents right well it's good for you and your cucumbers well it must be nice and the thing okay i think moms are amazing moms need breaks they deserve breaks but during the pandemic like that would have been hard on everyone it would have been hard on your husband would have been hard on you your children depending mm-hmm. on your financial situation depending on everything so like i don't like this like victim status that moms are trying to claim during the pandemic as if it was so much worse for them yeah you also know? the pandemic it was long but it was only two years yeah like of a marriage yeah a marriage is supposed to be a lifelong commitment yeah it's not a casual like haven't you been married for most of the pandemic yeah I, well i've been married three years now and it's funny because they talk about like stresses on the marriage that are like undeniable and it's like but what about for better for worse you know for richer for poor like okay your spouse yeah. lost their job well tough love you signed up to be with that person regardless of those sorts of strains that you face in a marriage yeah. just really selfish and like it is i don't know and it's weird that i think this is, this is from insider how they're totally glamorizing divorce and like in the picture and being a single mom and being a single mom and the picture on the article is like a drawing of a woman holding her baby and they're like smiling and then the dad's like packing up his his car in the background <laughs> i just want to read yeah it's very bleak i want to read a small quote from it i know this is just a culture shock so we shouldn't get too much into it but it's shocking to me it um, is anyways yeah. it says the variety of pandemic related stressors on marriages has been undeniable including financial stress due to job loss which you mentioned additional child care burdens and inescapable together time so like they list three things two of them are actually better with a partner like financial stress due to job loss yeah better with a partner uh additional child care burdens better with a partner yeah and inescapable together time again like yeah it's it's tough being locked in the room with somebody but like ideally your spouse is someone you can tolerate or you know go for a walk yeah you know i there well, are ways in some places that was illegal Sure, that's true. But, you know, just break like, the law. You're willing to break up your family, but yeah. you're not willing to break the law. Yeah, seriously, seriously. You know? It's sad. It is sad. It's sad. Anyway, mm-hmm. so um, it's all part of the Great Reset. <laughs> it's true. They Probably. want you to have nothing, including a family. Yeah. Okay, great. Moving okay, on. let's move on. So uh, Hollywood parents, okay, let's end some boundaries with kids. Mm. Let's get into maybe a little bit of that. And social media. Like, it's, it's, yeah. ho- it's about, a lot of these articles are about Hollywood people? Yeah. But they apply to the average person who posts their kid on the internet. A thousand percent. Yeah. So this is an article from Vice and obviously they tend to lean a little bit more left. But I thought a lot of the stuff they shared was pretty factual. Like Mm -hmm. I didn't think it would really leaned one way or the other, which is nice. It's refreshing. So why you need to be more careful about turning your family into content. So Mm. 
basically, in summary, guys, it's never been easier for people to steal your identity. And guess what? They can start with your baby. Mm -hmm. They can steal your baby's identity. Yeah, that's that was the most shocking part to me because it's like, so the dangers that they mention here are specifically identity theft and then also setting your kid up to be stalked or kidnapped. abused or kidnapped. Yeah. If you're posting too much personal information. But I never thought about like setting your kid up to have their identity stolen when they're grown up. Yeah. Like by posting their birthday and their favorite. Like what was the that's often the, the like questions. A code for exactly. A like bank what are your account. secret questions? Like, oh, yeah. what was the name of your first school? What was the name of your first childhood best the street friend? Street you lived on. Exactly. Your those, first vacation. Exactly. So you're yeah. posting those things for all the world to see. And it's and some of these things are talking about how teachers will post private information about your kid. Yeah. Like teachers do not post anything about someone else's child on the internet. My goodness. Yeah. My no. goodness gracious. Well, and I, th I think like obviously social media is a wonderful tool that connects people together, especially, you know, during the mm -hmm. pandemic where we live out of province away from our family and friends and stuff. It's nice to see their little babies yeah. online. But one thing I think is important to note too, like your kids can't consent to this at all. Like your little baby that you're sharing the photo of doesn't know what the heck's going on. Mm -hmm. And one day they may grow up and be like, hey, that's not, I'd feel a bit like invaded yeah a little bit you know especially if you're an influencer and you're monetizing it yeah like, like one of it. yeah one of the people here it's like this lifestyle influencer said that she's often asked to include her young son on marketing campaigns and she's learning to say no <laughs> wow i mean the fact that she's saying i'm learning to say no means you know it's wrong yeah you know it's wrong but you've done it in the past so much that you're only now learning to say no and she's like um whenever i post a picture of my child i always make sure that like a family members in the picture with them. I don't see how that changes anything. Yeah, I, I don't really. How either. does that you like a pervert can crop you out? No problem. Right. That's the thing. And when you're sharing a photo and you're in on a public domain, like literally the whole world has access to that. So and you cannot filter those people no, and you out. You can't get it out. Exactly. You can't get it back. Yeah, like, we know that. Exactly. And like we've talked about like toxic mommy culture on the show before, too. And a lot of times we see moms will post for likes um, just to get like, but it'll be it'll be at the expense of their own child. And it's like we've talked about this already, but like when your child grows up and they see that you're calling them an asshole for doing yeah. nothing wrong. Or like one of the articles that we talk about is like that TikTok trend where yeah. they trick their kid into thinking that they're going to go fight. They're going to go fight another parent. Like I need you to come with me. I need backup because we're going to go fight this other mom and yeah. the kid. And they're like, oh, like she's ride or die. It's like you're traumatizing your child. You're First of all, you're lying to their face. And you're, you're scaring them. You're scaring them. You're teaching them if they don't understand it's a joke because they're so young. You're teaching them that violence is the way to resolve conflict. Yeah. And you're doing it all for likes. Yeah. Or money. Yeah, it's kind of gross. And like, what do you really get from getting a million likes on your Instagram Nothing. post? Nothing of value, really. No. You know, even if it is your job. I just don't see why kids need to be, you know, this, the unconsenting subjects of this. We need um, t-shirts that say that. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Although I didn't coin that term, but Aww. we can steal it anyway. Who we'll cares? Steal it. Um, and then apparently, guys, you know, there's a variety of smart toys that can also be hacked. And I've always thought this. I, I had always... no idea. Oh, really? I had no idea this was a thing. Oh, that's so scary. So, guys, throw away your Alexas. Not your Alexa Lavoie. She's great. No, she's but amazing. throw away your, your, like, smart home stuff because they can be hacked. And then guess yeah. what? People not only well, can... Well, that I kind of knew, but I didn't think about ch children's yeah, toys. Yeah, children's toys. Yeah, I know. And then, so that's scary. So your kid's playing... with in their little room with this little camera bear and a pervert's watching them play. There's actually a Family Guy episode in the newest season about that exact thing. Really? It's like a, a bear made in China and it's like, the bear dances when you tell it your mom's credit card number and your <laughs> SIN number. Like, exactly. so funny. <laughs> they knew. Yeah. They knew. Yeah. Um, so I, I think like obviously it's your up to your discretion to share, but I think it's important to note that like 
everyone is watching and people can build a case against you mm -hmm. that will result in something detrimental. This could impact your child's whole future if their identity is stolen before they're like 18. I've heard that's a real bitch, having your identity stolen. Yeah. Because then it's really hard to prove because y y your identity has been stolen. Exactly. And then good luck buying a house. I guess, mm -hmm. you know, maybe this is all part of the Great Reset, too. Mm -hmm. I don't know. You Tins will own nothing hat. because yeah. I stole your identity when you were eight. Yeah. What are your <laughs> personal thoughts on sharing? I don't know. Like I, It's a tough one. It is a tough one because, I, like I said, I like to see my, my friends have kids and they live far away. I like to see their little babies, like, growing up and being hilarious and stuff like that. But I don't know. I, I think that they should their personal boundaries should also be respected because they don't understand what a parent mm -hmm. is doing when they post a photo. Mm -hmm. I don't know. And is there any difference, do you think, when it comes to making your account private? Because I feel like it's still on the internet somehow. Yeah, you're right. Like you could make it private, but then one bad actor who follows you can screenshot it and do whatever they want with it. I was thinking, you know how you can post stories and make it for close friends only? Right. Or you could keep your your list like you could block anyone who you think is a creep is a creep or have a separate instagram that's literally just like grandparents like best friends and and know that like none of those people are gonna do anything nefarious with your photos yes because i know people who have had kids in the like recently and they were like i'm not gonna share any photos with them and that literally went out the window in the first like two months yeah because it's hard kids adorable and yeah like, i exactly. want the world to see yeah i get that you know it's tough i don't really i don't have super strong convictions about it but i think like I don't know, once it's on the internet, it's there forever. And someone, some creep might take advantage of that. Yes. So I just think it's something to keep in mind. And especially when it comes to posting like photos of your kids in like swimsuits. Yeah. Naked photos, oh. stuff like that. Like, or anything embarrassing. Yeah. Like we all have our moms go through our um, family photo albums yeah. and you're like, oh, mom, why do you? It's like, horrifying. You have that picture of me in the bathtub, but it's like, it's in a it's in a little book closed. Yeah. And it only comes out once every seven years. Like, okay, fine. But it's humble you. It is, yes. <laughs> and it, it does. And it does. Yeah. But um, it's different when you're posting, like, one of the things in this article is, like, nannies will, uh, this one woman worked for a nanny agency, and she said, we have very strict rules about, like, you can't post anything about day trips. First yeah. of all, I, get, I don't understand why you're posting about your clients' kids anyways. Yeah, it's, it's super creepy weird. and weird. But if, and I do the same thing with myself because I've been stalked, so I don't post where She's I am famous. at the, I'm super famous. Yes, never post your location. Never post where you are at the time. If you want later on, yep. when you're safe at wherever you are, and you live or whatever, but you can be like, oh, I was at this place yeah don't well, give times don't give dates and if you want a location tag it don't do it when you're there especially not even just children though like human traffickers can use that when you're in bali and you're posting bikini photos on the beach they know exactly where you are and they yeah. can come find you or and they, they can, can break into your you. house exactly so i think it's important privacy should be something that our culture tries to embrace a little mm -hmm. bit more i mm -hmm. think and i think this is a good segue into our next article oh, yeah. maybe because it's about respecting another kid's privacy mm -hmm. we all love the kardashians on this show just kidding um <laughs> yeah this is gross so kim kardashian is making light of northwest discomfort at the paparazzi uh and that sparked a conversation around respecting kids boundaries and growing up in the spotlight mm -hmm. sure so they were in paris at i don't know exactly which fashion show it was i think it was like fashion week right i don't sure. know it doesn't really it was matter something bougie yeah. she's sitting next to anna winter um kim brought north who actually looks so much better than kim in every outfit like yeah she's her so outfits cool. are so much better she's intimidatingly cool she's so much cooler yeah than her mom yes it's embarrassing she's little <laughs> kanye anyways yeah, she is. 
Um, and North was upset with all the paparazzi, paparazzi following them. There's two instances. One is when they're at the fashion show in the front row and she holds up a sign that she wrote stop on it. Um, and Kim on her IG posted the following. She said, for anyone who knows North, how, sorry, for anyone who knows, n knows North, knows how funny she is. Oh my God, I can't read. For anyone right. who knows North, knows how funny she finds this video. North, I guess, had had it with the people taking pictures of you her guess. so she wrote on her invite stop and held it up and wanted them to just focus on the show i think i'm bad at reading but i also think she's bad at writing i think that's like she's, double whammy there. she's bad at yeah being a mom i guess too no but i'm just like, kidding so but your kid is in the front row yeah and you're like i guess well, i guess she was uncomfortable <laughs> well exactly and apparently this has been an ongoing thing for north when north was two years old she was filmed yelling no pictures to a bunch of photographers so that was in 2015 so this so she's had a lifelong you know journey with this and she hates being photographed and her mom knows and doesn't care like that's what it but that's how it translates yeah to but me. like think about who raised kim kardashian yeah she was exploited by her mother chris jenner Sure, but if your child is literally telling you, hey. And they're like, a child. And they're a child and they're yeah. like, I don't like this. You should try to respect that because they didn't sign up to grow up in the spotlight. I've, obviously, that's going to afford them a bunch of wonderful privileges mm -hmm. and I'm excited for you, North. But like, I, I don't think I would want to be bombarded by creepy men telling no. me I'm cool. No, and, and they're like, like, we that. love you, Yeah, North. we're here it's for you, creepy. you know, like it's very There's inappropriate. There's adults who lose their minds at it. Yeah, exactly. And like. Kids don't, ha they can't navigate this. They don't understand it fully. So I just I think mean, even like, sorry. No, go, go. But like even Princess Di. Like right. many people believe that was a, a cause of her death. I think that's what it, I think that's, I mean, some people believe it was. But, but I think the commonly held belief is that the paparazzi were following her. They were so obsessed with her. They built her up into such a, a icon yep. that they, that paparazzo was like following on the motorcycle and they went in the tunnel and then the car crashed. It's like. Yeah. You could hurt the child. Yeah. And Kim's just, and I think someone on the internet, because, you know, the internet, they said that the custody hearing is like next month between her and Kanye. So that's why she's bringing North and the kids out so much more than she used to. Because, like, she used to just walk around with her skimpy outfits alone. But now, but now she's she always doing has it her, with kids her kids as her props. Yeah. And it's like, oh, see, because she's such a great mom. She always has her kids with her. It's like your kids are not having a fun time and you're using them as a prop and you're putting them in the front row of this fashion show well and it's like you should be shielding your kids from this kind of life like you should yeah. want them to grow up as normal as possible she and like doesn't want that well and obviously you know they're public figures they're going to be recognized but so many other celebrities are pretty good at managing that yeah. that you know healthy balance and setting boundaries between the paparazzi and their kids like ashton kutcher and mila kunis or something i have no idea what their kids look like yeah exactly There's so many celebrities who have kids i'm like i could they could be in this office i'd have no idea yeah apparently uh some, somewhere in the article, it talked about even Beyonce and how um, her kid Ivy's like way older now, and people didn't even recognize her because they've never seen mm -hmm. photos of her until mm -hmm. recently. So mm -hmm. it's like, I don't know. You can do it, Kim. You should respect your kid. I get you're like a camera whore. That's fine. <laughs> you do you, but like you shouldn't do that at the expense of your child, especially like your underage child. Yeah, and especially when you you can't even pretend like it's an infant. Where you're like, I don't know. Maybe she likes it. She doesn't. Yeah. She, she doesn't. doesn't. And also, like, I just also have a problem, I think, with paparazzi teaching, taking photos of children in general. Yeah, it's super creepy. Like, go and harass adults. I don't really care. They all secretly like it, I think. But, like, not kids. Like, you're a creep. Mm -hmm. And I bet you have children. Would you want your own children to be, Yeah. you know? It's, it's everyone's fault. It's everyone's fault. And it's the people who share the photos' fault. Yes. 
like including us. Yeah. It's our fault. Also, um, I don't have, I'll try and find the link, but I, I think I sent it to you. There's examples of Kim Kardashian photoshopping her kids in Instagram. I'm sure that posts. will mess them up when they grow up. She'll photo, she'll literally make their stomachs flatter. Like they're little kids. They have little kid bellies. And she'll make them flatter and she'll make their noses smaller and their eyes bigger and their lips bigger. <gasps> and like, that's like abuse. Isn't that abuse? That is psychological That's literally like the same. Abuse. It's the same as locking your kid up in a closet and telling them to come out when they're prettier. Like, it's like, that's like some Carrie like, don't, stuff. Don't project your weird insecurities no. onto your kids. They're going to grow up and that's going to screw them yeah. up. That is so Yeah, they're going to look at photos from on your Instagram and be like, oh my God, my nose is so much bigger in real life. Yeah. Like, I'm going to have a nose job. And they'll be like, oh, okay, sweetheart. Well, we already have a doctor lined up for you. It's like... Nope, I they hate should that. look into that. Yeah, I hope it comes up in their custody. Me hearing. too. That's just maybe because Kanye's been really quiet. Yeah, he lately. has been. Maybe he's just like, I hope let the crazy run free. Yeah, like, yeah. let her Photoshop my children. Let her bring them out and let them have meltdowns in public, and then I'll say my piece. I hope. Yeah, let's pray for them. We'll pray for them. Okay. You too, guys. Yeah. Um. Okay. Great. Speaking of <laughs> great. Speaking of parents <laughs> who actually have a bit of a different approach to this, Cardi B actually is trying to raise her kids to understand their privilege and she explains in this article why she never hired a nanny. I didn't know she was so kind of down to earth. Yeah, I had no idea. It's interesting. This article was very eye-opening. Yeah, it really is. So she's a four-year-old daughter named Culture and a 10-month-old son named Wave with Offset. And she basically said, she didn't even think about getting a nanny because she doesn't want other people besides her family around her kid. Pretty fair. I think That's it's so base. But she probably is like, sometimes people who take care of your kids can't be trusted. So I'm going to protect my children at all costs. And um, well, yeah, because who your child spends the most time with yeah. is who's influencing. Yeah. Them. Even if they're not a creepy perv, they're still like, don't you want to raise your kid? Yeah. Like, I, I, I would hope so. That's why you had a child. Yeah. And and I one of the things I really appreciate is she talks about how she doesn't want to burden her mother either. Even though, like, grandmas love babies, it's like, no, it's still my kid, my mm -hmm. responsibility. Mm -hmm. They've already raised kids. It's time for me to, you know, give give my grandma, give my mom a break. Yeah, that's what and she like, said. She's like, she's lived her life. She's older. Yeah. I and, respect that. Yeah, and she said she's never had so much respect for her mother than after having her own kids, which is really cool. Yeah, and it's cool that this very famous, very busy person is prioritizing her kids. And she's she's doing both, though. She's working, mm -hmm. but she's making sure that her kids are coming first. And I think women can do it all. Seriously, we well, can do it she all. She proves it. Yeah. And she's only 29. Like, yeah. So good on you, Cardi. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Good on you. That's awesome. Um, Should we move on? Yeah, this is a fun little article. I mean... It's kind of silly, but it's this article is called No One's Jeans Work Harder Than Reese Witherspoon's. Um, and it's like kind of just a fluff piece. It's mostly about how her daughter is her twin. <laughs> but I think it's like Reese. <laughs> it's mostly Reese saying that. Yeah. Look, we're twins. It's like, okay, your daughter's like, like you're 100. So yeah. shut up. No, no, I'm just kidding. They're both beautiful, but it's like, okay, okay, Reese. Um, but basically, Reese Witherspoon talks about how she didn't grow up rich or famous. So she's having an interesting time navigating raising her kids to be super wealthy. And she has friends in Hollywood who are helping her figure that out. And it kind of leads into the next story, which is yeah. Tom Brady says yes. rich and famous life uh, says rich and famous lifestyle is the hardest thing about raising his kids. Yeah. And OK, he's like one of the things he says in this article is we have people that clean for us. Um, Who's, and he's made over $300 million in NFL contracts alone. And he says and we his, have people. And his wife is 
one of the most famous, famous models, models ever. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and he says, we have people who make our food. We have people who drive us to the airport. Um, we get off the plane and there's people there waiting for us. It's like, okay, yes, you have all this money, but you don't actually have to do all of those things. Like if you really wanted, you could cook for yourself. Like rich people do do that. Mm -hmm. Like rich people do drive their own cars. Rich people can fly however they want. So it's like, you could shield your kids a little bit. Like it's kind of a silly thing for him to say. Yeah. Honestly. Yeah. I mean, I think it's interesting that people like freaked out at him saying that like, oh, he's saying being rich is like so hard. But then I think if he had said being rich makes parenting super easy, people would be like, oh my God. Yeah, it's true. Like you can't win you when can't you're Tom Brady win, no. unless it's a Super Bowl, you know? Yeah. I just think like if he really wanted his kids to grow up normally, he, he's rich enough that he can make it happen. You're right. You're right. You know? He could where I don't know where they live, but it's probably... What team is he on? Oh, New England. So maybe they maybe they don't live in LA. Maybe they live in the yeah. Northeast. Who but knows? Yeah. I don't know where he lives. But he probably lives in a place where people know who he is. Like they could move to Montana and live in the woods in the boonies, and, yeah. and have their kids raise sheep if well, they wanted to. They have so much money. Like you said, they could literally just be like, I'm good. Yeah, and I mean, just because you, your kids grow up with wealth doesn't mean they can't be grateful or mm -hmm. know the value of a dollar or what it means to work hard. I mean, you, both of them as parents have worked hard to get to where they are, so why can't you teach those, instill those values in your kids? I feel like you mm -hmm. still can. Mm -hmm. Maybe? Maybe he's too busy, like, because he's still working. Yeah, like, maybe. Has, has he retired? I don't even know. I he's, think he's he flip-flops, so Yeah, we'll I see. think he retired and then came back. And yeah. I don't know what she's doing, but yeah, you definitely can. Yeah, I but think Imagine so. being their kid. Yeah, it'd be so nice. If you have so much money to spare and you want a little less, e-transfer. If it, if the money's a problem for you, we'll take some. So you can send us an e-transfer at misunderstood at rebelnews.com. Password hot. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Great. I love that. Let's end this parenting segment with a little bit of wise, a few wise words from the very late Abraham Lincoln, who was a rock star dad, and he has some timeless parenting advice. And the article didn't have that much parenting advice in it. No. I was like, where's the advice? But I picked out two little crumbs. Yes, let's hear it. Um, so one, these are quotes that other people have said about him and his parenting style, but yeah. apparently, like just some background, he was super, super poor. And then his mother, who he, whom he loved very much, died. And then his dad raised him. And his dad was not the nicest guy. So Abraham Lincoln, Lincoln like broke the cycle by being like super em, like empathic and kind to his children, but also having strict boundaries. Right. Basically, the opposite of his dad. Yes, exactly. Yeah. And you can break the cycle if you have like an abusive childhood. Like, it makes it a lot harder. Yeah. Like my parents are divorced. I wasn't abused at all. I had a great childhood, but I'm trying to break that cycle by not having divorce in my life. So that's like. You know, yeah, you can break the cycle. Yeah, for sure. You're not doomed to repeat what your family does. Is no the point. You're not your parents. No. But so here is the little nuggets. Um, this one says where his father was harsh and punitive. Abraham was gentle and understanding where his father rejected his interests. Abraham embraced what his child, what his children loved. Yeah. So that was something I took away. It's apparently he said he loved what his children loved and he hated what his children hated, which I thought was super cute. Yeah. I didn't even I never thought about that. But like when your kid has a an interest. interest in something. Or a fear, a legitimate fear or concern about something, you don't just like wave it off. You try to understand it. Yeah, with understand them. where yeah. it's coming from because they're their own little individuals. Yeah, they learn things and they have real thoughts and like it's super sweet. And maybe their their fears are are irrational. So listen to them and try and like work through work it. through them exactly. Yeah. And the other one is Mr. Lincoln's fondness for his children knew no bounds. It 
Uh, it well nigh broke his heart to use his paternal authority in correcting their occasional displays of temper or insubordination. But when occasion required the sacrifice, he showed great firmness in teaching them the strictest obedience. And I like how they use this. I think it was his like bodyguard or something. One of his comrades. People's, yeah. Yeah. I like how they use the word when occasion required the sacrifice. So it's like he didn't want to like use the iron the iron whatever they fist. call it yeah, yeah. exactly on yeah. his children it wasn't like he he got any joy out of the authority and being like i'm the bad what i yeah. say goes but when it was required he sacrificed what he wanted to do which is be sweet and kind and he used his his great firmness in showing them how to be obedient and, and tender yeah. yeah exactly yeah well and i just think it speaks to the fact that like all of these like new parenting styles are not necessary. Yeah. This like this he was a parent hundreds and hundreds of years ago and I don't think I think for some reason like although we should adapt to the times with social media and stuff mm -hmm. and like combat different things like you know your kids all all the kids these days want to change their gender stuff like that. There are <laughs> new, you know, things that we face but I think when it comes down to it, you know that firmness and tenderness and that unconditional love with respect like that is the foundation of yeah. being a good parent and mm -hmm. that's that's held true forever mm -hmm. and so like we don't need to become new age parents i think yeah. we just stick to the basics and yeah. your kids will grow up and they won't be psychos yeah and Hopefully. a lot of that goes back to like christian values yeah like the things that they teach us in church they wrote those thousands of years ago yeah so a lot of the reason that these and the stories and the lessons are still so relevant and relevant yeah. is because they're so true yeah. and they can be used over and over and over again and times change but these principles do not yeah exactly and so i, I thought that was interesting yeah, it was so, a sweet little so put down your weird new age parenting books yeah. guys and just open up the old testament and don't <laughs> use your children for instagram fodder yeah it's creepy great should we move well, on yeah. to our next section here yeah all right, y'all. So uh, over 50% of liberal white women under 30 have a mental health issue. Are we worried yet? I sure am. I'm worried, especially I'm following the overturning of Roe v. Wade. I think mm. we saw a lot of their mental illnesses really shine through. Mm. And it's sad. It's sad. It is sad. Um, so a 2020 Pew Research study reveals that over half of white liberal women have been diagnosed with a mental health condition at some point. Apparently, women are 40% more likely to develop depression than men due to lower levels of serotonin, uh, and we're also more likely to have anxiety and depression because of that deficiency. So, yeah. obviously, like, hormones and biology are something that, you know, play into our yeah. mental state Women and, and men are different. Right. Exactly. Ooh, yeah. Ooh. Oh, oh, don't say ooh. that. But this article touches on like, but are the choices that we actively engage in and the behaviors we indulge in, do those also influence our mental health? And I would say, uh, yes. obviously. <laughs> Yours? Yeah, you know, and <laughs> progressivism is such a religion, right? And like, you could, as we talked about last week, I think it was like, there's no grace for you in this religion though. Like it's mm -mm. it's either, like you make one wrong move and you're, you're, done, you're, son. you're toast, right? So when yeah. you're constantly walking on eggshells and you're fighting for so such a multitude of social justice, you know, initiatives, you're never gonna be able to accomplish what you really want to. And that must be stressful, exhausting, and like really, you know, just, defeating mm -hmm. like I, you know yeah like we've seen this with so many celebrities and we talked about it last week like you mentioned with um Bette Midler who <clears throat> towed the line for years and years and then said one thing that the woke left didn't like and then she was a thought yeah or sorry not a thought a, a turf a turd yeah just kidding a turf <laughs> she's a turd and she's a turf 
Yeah. Um, I found another article because like it's a pretty it's a pretty out there thing to say like, oh, most people with mental health issues are liberals. Like it sounds like we're just pointing fingers, pointing fingers and talking trash. But there is data to back it up. Yeah. Um, And like Nat already mentioned the Pew study, but there's another article that references the same study. um, And it says 62 percent of whites. It's kind of a weird term. Anyways, 62 (laughs) percent of whites who classify themselves as very liberal or liberal have been told by a doctor they have a mental health condition as compared to 26 percent of conservatives Hmm. and 20 percent of moderates. So that's like almost double 62 percent. Oh, no, it's more than double. Yeah. Of liberals and my theory, well, there's actually a, a it's interesting. It's actually a study that came out of the University of Toronto with three people, one of which people will probably recognize. There's a person named Jacob Hirsch, Megan Wahlberg, and Jordan Peterson. Mm. They did a study and they found that the more religious a person is, the more conservative he is. And this relationship is strongly medita- mediated by the value placed on tradition, respect for customs and institutions. Right. This whole thing got me thinking like, is it more likely that you're actually mentally ill if you're liberal? Probably not. Like we all deal yeah. with stress, we all have trauma, whatever. But the way that you go about living your life and seeking help for that differs between liberals and conservatives. Liberals right. are more likely to seek help from a mental health professional and get a diagnosis. We could all be diagnosed with something. Yeah, we're all crazy. And conservatives are more likely to, when they have stress and they have depression, like all humans do, yeah. they go to church. And I think that's the difference. Like me personally, I had depression and anxiety for many years of my life. And then I started going to church and literally for me, not mental health, advi- this is not health advice for anyone, but for me, it's it your testimony. Yeah. It just completely disappeared. Yeah. I feel like a totally new person. And that's just my story. But like, yeah, I feel like a lot of people... Well, can relate. It's because like when you don't have something to believe in, you start to turn to the world and then that becomes your idol. And when something's your idol, you start to root your identity in it. Mm-hmm. And you can't like progressives root their identity in what? Like abortion rights, like celebrity, LGBTQ activism, yeah. gender equality, Politics. feminism, like all those things are very heavy and burdensome to and especially if you're trying to care about all of them especially you know let's even use the example of the environment like the world's going to end like how stressful is it to actually believe that the world's going to be over because of climate change like you have no hope and when you have no hope you have no peace so i think like that really is a huge part of it and i think um like as yeah i think um it must just must be exhausting to walk on eggshells all the time at, when the mob is always watching your every move. Yeah. And I think just even if you're on the fence about the beliefs in like whatever religion, like uh, we are Christians, but whatever religion speaks to you, like maybe you're still on the fence about whether you want to dive in with your faith or not. Like you're still skeptical, whatever. But just going to a yeah. place of worship. Try it. Try it. Because like for me, I was on the fence. Well, I just started going because I was like, I was depressed. And I was like, my dad's going. I'll go with him, whatever. Yeah. And I and seeing people there and seeing, first of all, people have a lot worse than you do. Yeah. My God, some of the things like uh, the charities that we do in other countries and and like the the people that live literally don't have any food and they have cancer and they have children to feed and it's horrible. But yep. they still believe in God and they have faith and they, and they have, have love. Peace. And they have peace and they're yeah. happy somehow. And we help them and they're so grateful. And then there's also the fact that there's people who come with like five children to church and they're like singing and you're like, so is the world ending or are we okay? Yeah. Because these kids are going to grow up happy and well-adjusted and have children yeah. of their own and the world is going to continue even though this group of people thinks it's over. It's yeah. all over. Yeah. Like it, it really gives me faith in humanity. 
Like it just must be exhausting yeah. being that bitter all the time. Yeah. And like we said this before on the show, but like the Bible says that Jesus's yoke is easy and his burden is light. I don't know about y'all, but I want to, I don't want to be burdened. Mm-hmm. I want my life to be light. Yeah. So. And yoky. And yoky because everyone loves a good egg. I do. All right. Well, I think we <laughs> nailed that. Let's Nailed just, it. Let's quickly talk about Barbie. 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 Nat and I are wearing our best Barbie core outfits. I don't own a lot of pink. Uh, yeah. Which well, I really regret at this moment in my life. It's, we have had to reassess things here yeah. um, because of this I'm going to go shopping. Yes. Yeah. Me too. If you would like to buy us clothes. No, I'm just kidding. All right. So Barbie core, in, guys. Yeah. Barbie core is the new hot thing. I'm pretty sure we started this trend with misunderstood. <laughs> I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure we invented the color pink. Yes. I think. Facts. Facts been debunked yeah it's been debunked. um anyway so we wanted to talk about this because there's a movie coming out starring ryan gosling and margot robbie which is set to come out next summer and it's it looks amazing why so long from now i don't know oh. probably because so much beautiful work is gonna go yeah, into it's it it's gonna be so bright um like just look at this photo of margot yeah. robbie well she's as barbie she's just She's, so breathtaking. Yeah, she is. Unbelievable. They couldn't have cast someone better. No. Apparently, she replaced Amy Schumer, y'all. So th- let's thank Margot. It's a Margo. different film. Let's thank Margot for gonna that. It was going to be a different movie. Yeah. Um, and I don't know. I'm just so excited to see more of, you know, Ryan Gosling's Kennergy. Yeah. I will about. say he looks so much hotter in real life than he does with that yeah. blonde, bleach blonde hair. The hair is not great. The I don't abs, think Ken though. had hair that color. No, he didn't. Pretty sure he was like a brunette or like a light. Yeah. Like dirty blonde. I Anyways, right. that's fine. But yeah, his abs are amazing. That's not the point though. Barbie core is like, I was describing it. I was like, it's like norm core, but Barbie. And people are like, what's norm core? Yeah. And I was like, oh. You're too intellectual for that. I'm so sorry, you guys. Yeah. <laughs> so we want to look at some of their clothes. Yeah. Yay. Yay. Everyone stops watching now. <laughs> <laughs> Goodbye, half the audience. Hello, fans. Okay. There All right. Go. Yeah. So here we have Anne Hathaway. Looking I- gorge. Let's okay. look at her shoes, though. It's the shoes. Yeah. Like, this is wonderful. She's but just so go- gorgeous. Look this at This is such that. a Nat Bam! outfit. Like, I could see Nat wearing this on a regular Monday to work. I think I'm going to. Just like she, And she's just like, what? I just walked Pepe. Like, yeah. It's just a Thank regular you day. Way. You're welcome. It's I, not even, like, a big deal. And this is Reese Witherspoon? Yeah, Reese Witherspoon. Just the, the the shade of pink. It's gorgeous. Like, I, this is the pinkest thing I own, and it's not even, it doesn't even touch that. Yeah, it's so hot. That is so delicious. It's just, ugh. ugh. <laughs> she also kind of invented pink. Yeah, that's true. Legally, legally blonde. blonde. That's yeah. true. All right, fine. Well, that's cute little That outfit. is so cute. She also has the same. Is this Lupita? Or scroll down a bit. Let's look at them shoes and the name. See, these oh, are basically the, the same. Oh, this is Ariana DeBose. Oh. Sierra. Oh, damn. She looks so good. Look at the gloves. I know. The gloves are just perfect. She looks nice, even though, It's a crazy outfit. Yeah. But it's pink, and it's It's gorgeous. And the gloves are pink, and the purse is pink. You can make anything pink look hot. Yeah, like, if that was just other colors, imagine it was, like, black and gold, and it would be horrible, and I would hate it. Yeah. Yeah. Me too. No. Well, she just looks fan-flippantastic. Yeah. Love her. She's so hot. Yeah. She looks amazing. Look at that color. I want to be her when I grow up. Yes. I will marry a Beckham. Oh, this is great. She looks beautiful. She's amazing. Yeah, she's so talented. Yeah. And this is a gorgeous dress. Yeah, it's gorgeous. I'm a big fan. She has boots that come up to her, like, private area. That's the coolest thing I've ever heard. Also, look at the texture of that dress. I know. It's like... It's like curtains at my grandma's house. It's so cool. In a good way. Yeah. My grandma was cool. (laughs) Yeah, she's amazing. And of course, Zendaya. Zendaya. She always looks the best of She invented pink, too. She maybe invented pink. Gosh. And in fashion, maybe. Yeah. Oh. 
She's Look at so the cute. texture on the pants and the jacket. I know, it's stunning. Ugh, she just looks, I've said this before, if I could trade bodies with one person for a day, it would be her. I think like a year ever. Forever. Well, you know, she probably has her own problems. I got I got stuff to you do. You know what? More money, more problems. Yeah. Well, she looks wonderful. That's amazing. It's beautiful. Yeah. And I love it. It's flattering. Shows off her curves. Yeah. Beautiful. Yeah. Looks great. Look at that. She looks sweet. She does look sweet. It's cool. I would never I would wear, wear it. it with a top. I would, yeah. I'd I would, wear that skirt. I would never wear the top part. The no, blouse. no. I'd wear that skirt with like a blouse. Yeah. I think so a hot too. hot pink blouse. Yeah. Like yours. Yes. Perfect. Or just like a shirt. This is Kim Kardashian. Yeah, you know, love love it. I Whatever. love the silver purse great. too. Yeah, it's, it's wonderful. Yeah, yeah, she it's, looks. It's she a looks better good. one of her looks, and I like yeah. the pointy shoulders because she has been struggling since she's her been divorce. struggling a lot. She's been wearing those boot, those yeah. foot things. She looks bad. She lately. looks so bad. Yeah. Like she looks good, but she looks bad. But she looks bad. Her clothes yeah. are bad. Yeah, I'm sorry. This is what's her name? Yeah, the actress uh, Tracy, Tracy Ellis, Ellis Ross. Ross. Ellis Ross. She looks so cool. Yeah, that's amazing. It's fantastic. Yeah. Because it, it. it with without the belt, it'd be yeah. like ah. But then she cinches that in. Yeah, she looks amazing. It's yeah. a good length too. I'm and a big gr- fan. Oh, so classy. Yeah, it's so good. I'm gonna wear that at my daughter's wedding. This might be the best one. It's the best. Look. This is the best one. I don't know who this is. This is Casey Musgraves. She's a country singer, and go. she won the Met Gala. Yeah, we didn't even see her. She wasn't. I guess I because think this was a, a couple years ago. Oh right, right, right. 2019. Yeah. You're right. We talked about this. I wasn't born yet. Um, I will say one look that's missing from this is Carrie Mulligan's Met Gala yes, dress as well, yes, which we I think was the same that. year as this. Yeah. Because that was called Revenge Barbie. Or it was 2020. Maybe, yeah. Anyway. But that last one, it's a leather jacket gown. Yeah. it's With a hair dryer purse. It's way too perfect. And, and, and a pink stole. No one will ever stole. win. No one will ever beat that. And it's, it's the winner. I want one. I will have one. Anyway, I think that's the sure. I think that's the sure, you guys. So thank you all for listening. As you know, the show airs every Tuesday on rebelnewsplus.com at 7 p.m. Eastern time. Be sure to subscribe to Rebel News Plus right now so you can get early access to the show. The sure. Early access to the sure. And if you can't subscribe right now, that's okay. We still love you. You can listen to the sure for free when it comes out at 7 p.m. on your favorite streaming platform. I like Spotify because I already have Spotify. It's true. I'm an Apple gal because I love Apple so much. There you go. Yes. That's why she's so healthy. Yes. Yeah. And then Saturday. 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 Guys, if you're not busy with your impressive plans, Mm -hmm. you can watch the show for free. For free. For um, where? Uh, at watchmisunderstood.com. Watch Every Saturday it drops at 2 p.m. But you can also subscribe to our YouTube channel, Misunderstood Show, and you can get alerted right away right when away. the show drops. Just hit that Please subscribe. subscribe. Hit that button. Subscribe. We need your subscriptions so that we don't get canceled. Yeah. We want to get up to 1,000 subscribers so that we can monetize our channel and make a little dough for Rebel News and maybe get some pink gels in here. Yeah. You know, maybe they'll buy us cool gowns like that. Yeah. That would be nice. That would be so awesome. Anyway, follow us on Social Murderer. <laughs> it sounded bad. Social media. Social Murderer. Instagram, Twitter. Oh, rep, uh, misunderstood as TikTok too. So anyway. TikTok too. All right. All right. Love you. Bye. Love you. Bye. I guess. Barbie's out. <laughs>